Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is the Judge Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Joining us now is the United States House of Representatives Minority Whip and Representative for Louisiana's 1st Congressional District, serving since 2008. Uh, please join me in welcoming Congressman Steve Scalise to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Uh, Congressman, how are you today? Hey, doing great, Judge. Great to be back with you. Well, it's great to be talking to you. And, you know, I hesitated there when I was introducing you. Uh, When I talked about your being a a representative and serving since 2008, I wanted to add, which I'll add now, even though he got shot at a baseball game and everybody said, oh, oh, don't make it political, even though the guy who shot you was looking for Republicans only. I mean, that still is it's still a craw. It's like an itch that I have. That makes me crazy that everybody's going after everybody, but you're the guy who gets shot and they're like, oh, let's let's not blame it on political parties. But I, I digress there for a second. All right. Uh, Congressman Steve Scalise, we're in a hell of a mess. Um, it, let, let's just talk about Ukraine for a moment. Your thoughts on what's going on and what Putin is doing. Well, you know, I, I start with just just praising the people of Ukraine, just their toughness, tenacity. Uh, the the inspiration that they're serving for the world, because we know how, how massive the Russian army is, but we also are seeing how, how a strong people with a strong will are able to push back. But, you know, let's not mistake this. There's there's violent bloodshed because Putin's carrying out. It's more of a barbaric genocide. And what you you know, what you look at is go back a few months ago, Judge, and decisions have consequences. Months ago, President Zelensky asked for things like surface-to-air missiles from the United States so that they could, everybody knew this was coming. You know, Putin was already starting to marshal forces uh, on the northern border of Ukraine, and they were asking for certain defense systems so that they could protect themselves in the event that Putin moved in. And Joe Biden said no. Uh, And I'm talking about things that would have allowed them to, all these planes you're seeing, carpet bombing, the cluster bombs that are knocking down buildings, killing thousands of people. They would have been able to shoot those planes out of the sky uh, but they were rejected by the Biden administration from getting those weapons. Now, today, you have Biden saying, well, we're sending some of them in. Well, you got a war going on. What, are you going to take a few hundred of your best people off the battlefield to go learn? You have to train people in these systems. That should have been done months ago when Ukraine was asking for it. The other thing, Judge, mm-hmm. Putin is pocketing at least $700 million a day from Russian oil that he's selling to the United States and Europe because Joe Biden cut off the spigots on day one when he walked in as president, killed the Keystone Pipeline, banned drilling on federal lands, and then, by the way, two weeks ago, expanded that ban to all new permits for drilling for oil and natural gas. That's currently banned in the United States with just a weeks-old order by Joe Biden right as Putin's getting ready to move in. These things are insane, and these are things that the president should reject and reverse. I've called right. on them to reverse all of those anti-American energy provisions. All right. So, Congressman Scalise, I don't mean to interrupt you, but 
He's making $700 million a day from the sale of oil uh, to the U.S. and Europe. Is that what you said? That's correct. And that's helping him finance this war. And we should cut it off immediately, but replace it with American oil that Joe Biden shut off. As you know, Trump made our country energy independent and we were exporting oil to our allies. Joe Biden came in day one and cut off our ability to have why do you think pipeline. why do you think congressman Steve Scalise that on day one so that means they had given it a lot of thought before he got there he comes in and uh, you know everybody said okay shut down the keystone pipeline no on day one he made a decision to take away our energy dependence and make us dependent on Russia and OPEC why would he do that and it's a great question because as you know it's bigger than keystone there's not been a single new pipeline approved. There's not a single LNG terminal. There's six requests for LNG, like liquefied natural gas terminals to be built in the United States to send natural gas to our allies, mostly in Europe. He's not moved on a single one of those either, and they're all ready to go. This is private financing, not borrowed money, government funding. And it, they, they use this global warming agenda thing. Well, first of all, you can't say it's because you're trying to save the planet from global warming when he shuts off American energy and then turns around and begs Putin and OPEC to produce more oil. That's what he did, by the way. That sends more money to Putin. But by the way, if you're worried about carbon emissions, they emit more carbon to make the oil in Russia than they do to make it in America because we have better standards. So they're using the excuse of global warming, and yet they're emitting more carbon by getting the oil from Russia. And then they're sending hundreds of billions of dollars or billions of dollars uh, to Putin to fund this war. It's well, unconscionable. It, it is unconscionable. And now we're hearing that there are talks now that uh, we were going to buy oil from Iran. And, you know, someone said to me, I was on a show yesterday, and they said to me on, on The Five on Fox, and I think it was Geraldo Rivera said, I don't care as long as it's oil. Oil doesn't have a country of baloney. They want to kill us. Iran says death to the Israel, death to the United States. We're the Satans and we want to deal with them. What is this guy thinking? Joe Biden. It's, un- it's unbelievable. I mean, it, none of this makes any sense. But what it's doing, it's hurting families in America. And it was already hurting families because when Joe Biden came in, we were paying less than $2 a gallon for gasoline. That's doubled, uh, and it's going up even higher with price over $110 a barrel today. Right. But if you just say, hey, please OPEC, please Russia, please Iran produce more oil, those countries act as cartels. They want the price to be higher. When we were producing our own energy, Judge, we had a lower price of oil because we're, we're a free society. We're a supply and demand society. OPEC, Russia, and Iran are not. They run their oil to fund all, not only their government, but to fund their uh, coercive activities to fund terrorism. Iran's the largest state sponsor of terrorism. You buy their oil, you're helping fund terrorism. Take their leverage away by opening up the spigots of American energy. That's number one, it'll lower gas prices, but it'll take the leverage away from these bad guys who are sending hundreds of millions of dollars a day to. And the shame of this, Congressman Steve Scalise, is that, you know, you don't have to be a genius to figure this out. And, you know, I think that the answer of Buttigieg and uh, uh, that other genius who's in charge of uh, energy, Jennifer Granholm, they said, well, you know, it would take too long and, and we can't rush at a permanent solution, Buttigieg says, to a short term problem. Well, since when is the massacre of innocent civilians and children in Ukraine a short term problem? 
and that why rush to a permanent solution? And then they're saying, well, it's going to take too long to get it up again. He turned it off in a minute. We can turn it on in a minute. Am I right or wrong on that? Yeah, and look, and there's short and long-term things that the president can do today. It's not one or the other. You know, he did short and long-term damage to American energy security. So if you don't issue a permit today, that might be a few years from now you get that oil out of the ground. But by the way, there's world futures markets. And the futures markets will drop if you immediately start uh, releasing oil today. But it also have an effect on the immediate price of oil today. Then you, you greenlight pipelines. You, you signal to the world that we're not going to be dependent on oil from these bad countries who are using this money to finance war against us and our allies. It makes no sense. Uh, start it today. Today you will send a message to the world if President Biden said, I'm reversing all the anti-American energy policies that he himself instated. Trump did it right. I know he hates Trump, but Trump, what Trump was doing was working. Can you at least acknowledge that? And by the way, less than $2 a gallon gasoline matters to families. Those families where he promised again Tuesday night, if you're making less than 400000 you won't pay more in new taxes. Inflation's a higher tax on lower income people. They're paying it today. And his answer was, hey, just lower your costs. A fourth grade economics student knows that doesn't work. Yep, yep. And, you know, yesterday, Nancy, uh, yesterday, a couple days ago, Nancy Pelosi said, uh, yeah, stop buying oil from Russia. What's that about? Yeah, I think they're feeling the heat, which is a good thing. But you can't just say, let's stop buying oil, period. It's got to be, and let's open up American energy. They, right. What they don't get, because they really don't believe in American dominance. America was dominant in energy, and it gave us security here at home, lower prices at home, but it also took leverage away from bad guys. They don't want to take the leverage away from bad guys. So they'll say, don't get it from Russia, but get it from Iran. Oh. That's, which, which enemy are you going to pick? How about you pick America for once? You know, Joe Biden said in his speech, buy in America, yet he shut down American production. Open it back up again. He can do that with the stroke of a pen. Well, the amazing part of it is, you know, when he said buy American at the State of the Union on Tuesday night, you know, I, I, I had to just control myself. I'm watching, I'm watching the State of the Union with my three poodles. I started yelling. Uh, and the three, the three of them were lying down and they all stood up like, what happened, Ma? And uh, buy American, well, that, that means oil. We are literally funding the Russian war against innocent civilians, against a nation, a sovereign nation. And Putin, he can say for till the cows come home. He can say, I'm demilitarizing, I'm denazifying Ukraine. I mean, you know, the, the orphanages, Jewish orphanages for these kids. I mean, this is horrible what's happening. Parents looking at their six-year-old kids who are dead. And now the issue of the uh, um, the kinds of bombs that they're using, thermobaric bombs and the cluster bombs. Are we? Do we know whether that's the case? Because the secretary of the U.N. says it is. But, you know, Biden says, oh, we got to wait. What is he waiting for? He's waiting for a good dog. I have no idea because there, there won't be anything left if you keep waiting because we've seen video of some of these. I know I've seen video of cluster bombs that are being used. Uh, one of my colleagues who's just been a phenomenal leader in these last few days is Victoria Sparks, a Republican from Indiana. She, she was born in Ukraine. She's now a freshman member of Congress, and she's been doing an amazing job representing what she's hearing back home. Her grandmother lives in Ukraine. She's talking yep. to people every day. And they're telling a different story than a lot of what you were seeing in the mainstream media and how brutal, you know, not just bombing of buildings where they're going door to door, killing 
civilians, women and children, because Putin knows the strength of the Ukraine people. They're not they don't want to go back to communism and and they're they're tough and they're fighting, but they're being slaughtered and they need help. And again, Joe Biden's never answered why months ago when Ukraine said, hey, we just we don't want boots on the ground. We don't want American troops. We want the ability to defend our country with things like Stinger and Patriot missiles. And other things that Joe Biden said no to. Why did he say no? When do you know when when this was, Congressman Scalise? When Uh, was this? In October, at least in October of last year, they were asking for it. And again, you know, to to get them in when you're not in a war, it would have been a lot easier. You can go through you can go through Western Europe, get it into Eastern Europe and then train people. It takes weeks to train them. Today, if you try to get it in there in the middle of a war. Yeah, right. Let me take some minutes. You would need to use the, the missiles to learn how to use the missiles are literally defending their their neighborhoods, their communities. Uh, and so why did he lose those critical, critical months because that he Zelensky dithers. and the people of Ukraine could have had? He's, yeah, it's, it's, he's been wrong on foreign policy. Afghanistan gave the template to Putin, to Xi, to all the bad guys around the world. They saw Afghanistan as a sign of a president who really uh, doesn't believe in American strength. And, uh, and unfortunately, people are paying a dear price for it. Well, what do you think the end game is with Putin here, Congressman uh, Steve Scalise, before I let you go? Well, he, he wants to reestablish the old Soviet Union, and it starts with Ukraine. But if he's able, if, if the people of Ukraine are able to hold back and at least get more support uh, and inflict real pain on Putin, which, which it's, it's hurting Putin a lot more than he was expecting. But that's where the rest of the world needs to come in and shut off his supply of financing. Take that right. $700 million a day out of his pocket. It will have a real immediate impact. But you can't just say, hey, let's take it away from Putin and not replace it. Replace it with American energy. We know how to make it. And we, right. by the way, we make it with more efficiency and less carbon emissions than anywhere else in the world. We should be making more of it here, not less. President Biden shut that down. He needs to reverse those policies today. Well, listen, we, I always love having you on, Congressman Steve Scalise. You'd say it like it is. Uh, the minority whip, and uh, hopefully in November, although we didn't have time to talk about it, uh, the American uh, electorate uh, will recognize that we're in a real mess here. And I'll tell you, every day that Americans look at the pictures, they're now seeing in real time what war is, and they're not liking it. There was also a poll, Congressman Steve Scalise, that showed that 48%, and this was from last week, were willing to suffer uh, with the price of gas in order to help the Ukrainians. So your everyday American is like ready to stand with Ukraine, but the White House is, you know, not in the game. Yeah. As far they as they need to open their eyes and see where the rest of the country is and then go take action. Take yeah. action. Stop the, the talk that, that's not followed up by anything. Real right. steps need to be taken. I've laid that out. I, I sent a letter to the president signed by over 80 other members of Congress, Lena, these specific things that you and I are talking about, uh, I'm still awaiting a response. But we, we, we put the roadmap together of what can be done to undermine Putin's leverage, take away his financing, these hundreds of millions of dollars a day he's getting, and replace it with American yep. energy. Yep. All right. Congressman Steve Scalise, always great to hear from you. We love your passion. We love your uh, no-nonsense, logical approach to this. Thanks so much for being with us. Always great being with you, Judge. Thank you. And up next here on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will gavel out with my closing argument. It's all coming up here on the Red Apple Audio Network. Never forget, join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on its mission to do good in honor of America's heroes. 
Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. The Judge Janine Firo Show. 